This is always the toughest sermon of the year because although people are usually pretty quiet and respectful, dogs don't know those rules, and so they're not always as quiet as, uh, as I'd like during my sermon. I want to start on a little bit of a serious note, and I promise you it, it will get better in a moment, but I want to acknowledge something that I think is true for most of us here tonight, which is that it has been a tough year. There are wars raging around the globe right now. People in our own country are divided about what to think about those wars. Inflation is rampant. Interest rates are high. The housing market is frozen. We are entering a very tense presidential election year. And this is on top of the fact that Christmas is already a stressful time. It's when addicts often relapse, it's cold outside, it's dark, if you have kids, it is often a very stressful day because you're trying to get so many things ready for them on Christmas. But, I wanna make a simple observation. You're here, you made it to church. Even though you surely have a lot going on in your life, you have taken the time to come to church and hear the story of the birth of our Savior. And I want to say something else to you. If this has been a hard year for you, you are in exactly the right place. Because when Jesus came into the world, it was not an easy time either. Jesus was born into overwhelming poverty and violence and tribalism and injustice. And yet, what Christmas tells us is that in the midst of all of that difficulty, there was softness. There was a miracle that would change the world, but on its face, it was so small and so tender that almost nobody noticed it. Is there anything softer than a newborn baby? Is there anything sweeter or more beautiful or more tender than the birth of a child? And yet, this child, in the weeks after he was born, would be hunted down and he would live the rest of his life under the shadow of the cross. And so what Christmas challenges you to do is to find softness in the midst of hardness to keep your hearts tender even when all around you there is tension and there is stress. This past week, CNN announced its annual Hero of the Year Award, and this year the winner of that award was a veterinarian named Dr. Kawan Stewart. What Dr. Stewart does is that he cares for the pets of people who are experiencing homelessness. He is like a street veterinarian. He goes out into the streets and he meets people there who love their animals but who don't have the money to take their pets to the vet. One of the stories that he tells is that he was speaking one day to a homeless man. The man said to the doctor that he had not eaten in two days. And so Dr. Stewart went to the deli and bought the man a sandwich and gave it to them and then watched in amazement as the man took one bite and gave the rest of the sandwich to his dog. And it struck him that at this moment that pets are lifelines to people in the street. I have to share a personal note that I am a, I'm very touched by this story tonight. And I think I thought of this story tonight because one week ago my family and I 
had to put down our beloved family dog, Sadie. We had her for 16 years, and this Christmas is the first Christmas Eve service she has not been to since we moved to Philadelphia 12 years ago. And I've been thinking about the fact that one of the things that dogs do for people is that they help them preserve their softness because dogs don't get cynical. (laughs) Dogs don't hold on to resentments. Cats, maybe. (laughs) But not dogs. Your dog will always forgive you even when you don't deserve it. And that means that pets do for people what the Christmas story does for people. It helps them stay tender even when the world is falling apart all around them. And that's the reason we celebrate Christmas literally at the darkest night of the year. It's because as Dostoevsky said, the darker the night, the brighter the stars. The harder your life, the more God is there for you. His love, his mercy, his presence allows you to stay sensitive in the midst of difficulty. One of the most remarkable people that Dr. Stewart talks about is a woman named Barbara. She was also homeless. She lost her home in the California wildfires. She did not have home insurance, and so when her house was gone, she had nothing except two very large cockatoos. These birds, I mean, they're like this big, and they lived with her for two years on the street. And what this woman told Dr. Stewart is that these birds kept her sane. They kept her calm. They gave her a sense of purpose because she knew that she was not only living for herself, she had to take care of these birds that she loved. Now, thankfully, that story has a happy ending. She has a home for herself and her birds. But I share that story with you tonight to remind you that you don't have to be alone on Christmas Eve, even if you do not have any pets, because Christ came into the world for you. C.S. Lewis once said that if you were the only person alive Christ still would have died for you. That is the depth of love that came into the world on Christmas Eve. That God became a child to keep your heart tender. That he became strong to help you when you're weak. He became loving to care for you when you are unforgiving. He became a peacemaker to heal your violence. He became hope to lift you out of despair. He became joy to brighten your sadness. He became a redeemer to give you a second chance so that sin is not the last word in your life. And the only thing really that you're called to do is to share that light. In a few minutes, we're going to dim the lights in the sanctuary and turn on our battery-powered candles. You might remember we used to use real candles, but we had a melting wax problem. We used to hand the light to one another. We would light a candle on one end of the pew, using, and then we would pass it along using the fire of the next person's candle, and it was quite nice because it was a visual metaphor of passing the light of Christ, but it was also a fire hazard. <laughs> but I want you to imagine that when you turn on your, your light tonight, it is Christ coming into your heart. 
It is God's light shining into your darkness. And as you look around and you see other people with their candles across this sanctuary, remind yourself that you're not alone. We are all here together. Let's end in prayer. We thank you, God, and we praise you for the light that you bring into our darkness. In this dark and often rough world, we pray that your son, Jesus Christ, would keep our hearts soft. We pray this in his name. Amen.